Welcome to class. Welcome to class. This is your professor, Professor Next Gen. I'm back with another episode of Professor Next Gen and Friends. Today, I welcome to the classroom Coach Rob, owner, operator, trainer, everything, all yeah. the above. Yeah. A TDF, Touchdown yeah. Fitness. Yeah. How you doing, boss? I'm doing good, man. Blessed. I'm, I'm glad to be here. Long awaited. I feel good. I'm, I'm ready. Man, you ready? Yeah. Let's jump into it then, man. So, I want to know, you get three items to take with you to an abandoned island for a week. What three items are you going to take with you? And they can't be your phone. Your phone can't be one of them. You get three items. That's it? That's, that's it. You get three that's, things. That's all I all got? All you can put in your hand in your pocket. Abandoned island. You, you cast away. All right. Let me, let me think. It's good. You know, just man. recently I bought a hammock. Okay. A hammock has always been something that I can relax in. Okay. So I ain't going to lie. One of my things, people might think it's a waste. I'm going to bring a hammock. Bring a That's hammock. Gonna I'm going to tuck, tuck that up under me. Right, exactly. Okay. I got a hammock with me. All right. Um, I'm probably going to bring like a knife or something. Okay. I'm going to need to feed myself. I'm yeah. going to have to get on my castaway. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You have to get, yeah. I'm, I'm going to bring my protection down. and my, my, my food getter. Uh, and then lastly, ooh, that's a good question. I don't know, man. I yeah, might I have know. to bring a book. I need to, get, <laughs> I need to keep my brain occupied. You got that another. time go by. I ain't trying to be like Tom Hanks and no, be talking man, to no. the volleyball. Talking to the volleyball, like, <laughs> come here. But you know, it's funny. I talk to myself more than I talk to anybody else. So. That's fine. Right. That's fine. That's a different time to talk to yourself. That's true. You, you know what I'm saying? You ain't on an island. You trying to, you trying to build something. He just yeah. lost his mind. Yeah. That's <laughs> all he had. What was the volleyball name? Oh. Bruce or no? Not I'm, no. It's something. It was a, a regular human name. I just can't. I just remember, remember he kept was. getting mad at it. <laughs> yeah, it's like sir, like it's a ball. <laughs> it has no feelings. It's all right. Well, man, I don't even know what I bring. I bring probably like I probably bring a book something like that, and then like some like a case of water because I can't be dehydrated. That's true. And then I don't know, like maybe like some. I have no clue that third option would be. It's kind of difficult. Man, where you come up with this question? Bro, I just be thinking, like, what's a good way to start off this interview? Like, we, I just want to know, you know what I'm saying? Ice, get, huh? get a, yeah, get, break the ice. A lot of times, you know, it'd be kind of awkward on on the first, like, two two little conversation topics. But after yeah. that, we'd be like, bro, we'd be like, what? Make you think, think something you ain't thought about? Mm-hmm. Like, all right. I, I can rock with get this. Get the brain rolling. Yeah, get right. the brain rolling. It's nice and early, you know what I'm saying? We got to make sure we pop in. Um, so tell me a little bit about yourself. Like, where are you from? Uh, what, who was Rob? Rob, my name is Robert. I ain't gonna get on my foot now. Nah. No, my name is Robert Pinkney. Nah, that's all good. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm from Oakland, California. Uh, growing up, I was raised by my grandmother. Um, did a lot of bouncing around, um, and I think that helped uh, helped me to get to where I am today. So, growing up, I grew up. Um, and what what people would call impoverished neighborhoods or the ghetto. Um, but then, ironically, thanks to Section 8, uh, I end up moving to Fremont um, for junior high and high school. Um, and so I feel like that allowed me to see a different world that I wasn't used to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it gave me another perspective, uh, and it helped uh, mold me and refine me um, as far as, like, my thinking and my... Uh, approach at life. But you ever like break out of that, the Oakland box, or the, at least the, the the neighborhood block box, so like like that type of situation where you get to see another perspective of life. As uh, yeah. What was right yeah. in front of you? I mean, you're right, and it might not seem like a far, like it might not seem like travel to a lot of people from Oakland to Fremont, but like Nipsey said, like once you travel, you don't come back the same. So mm-hmm. once I was able to see something different. I'm not going to continue to be the same person forever. Um, There's a culture and, difference, regardless of that 20-minute drive or whatever. It's like man, a, it's a whole, it's a whole, whole new place. world within 20 Facts. minutes. Yes, agree. I moved out here, I'm like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you're getting down? Like, oh, okay, it's different. <laughs> right. Yeah. Were you, um, so, like, when you were junior high, middle school, excuse me, junior high, high school, did you play sports and stuff? Yeah, I've been I've been playing football since I was eight years old. Uh, okay. That was the first sport I played. Um been playing since I was eight. I got into basketball when I was like 10. Mm-hmm. Um, I also got into baseball when I was like 10. Uh, so yeah, basketball and football were like my main sport. Football is my main sport. I got into track um, when I was in high school. I did a little bit of Full boxing. Football. 
Man, <laughs> everything was like, let me get back in shape. For right, football. yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything, right. I I ran track so I could get faster for football. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I did a little bit of boxing when I was young, um, and then just growing up, being in the hood, being with all my cousins. Wrestling was always a thing. Mm-hmm. Wrestling and boxing, that was always a thing. So yeah, sports and, and competition has always been something I've, you know, what I'm saying, been a part of, been into. Gotcha. Okay. What was your position when you played? Football. Running back. Running back. Okay. You played defense too. I did you play defense. linebacker. No, nah, I was a free no, safety. safety. Yeah, that's not I was. Good. I played free and strong safety. Um. So yeah, you running play, back. You was, played around the box a little bit. Oh yeah, I was definitely down in that box. Okay. I was a hitter. It's funny. I was just. Uh, Watching my old high school tape. I yesterday. seen it. Yeah, you was pulling. I'm like, man, what that boy Rob Man, out there, there reminiscing. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, hey, go try that I'm getting again. mad. I'm like, man, it's almost eight years ago. Chill out, bro. <laughs> I wish I played football. Mom's like, nah. She was like, you can play basketball. You can play. Anything. I played tennis. I played golf. I swam. All that stuff. I was like, she was like, you can't play football. I played okay. t-ball. Right. But I was, it was like, damn, that was the one sport I feel like, damn, if I would have played with my size, how big I am. Right. It was like, damn, like I could have been. I would love running behind you. Or something, you could have been my fullback. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That would be fun. You could have been a good tight end. Just knock somebody. I got some decent hands. I can catch. Right, you know? yeah. Right. But knock somebody over, you know what I'm talking about? I, I tell people a lot, uh, especially women who have sons. Football, is, it's going to toughen you up, whether you like it or not. I, I always was, I always liked it. So, it wasn't. Like, you know what I'm saying, bear crawls in the dirt and 100 degree weather. It's like, yeah, it sucked, but I'm going to do it. I want to do it because mm-hmm. I want to get better. But I used to see people that hated it. Like, their parents was making them do it. Um, but if I was to go talk to them today, I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure they'd be like, yeah, help me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, help me. Yeah, lot of, you know, a lot of football got a bad stigma around it right now with all the CTE, CTE and all that. But hey, You came out okay. I'm all right, man. <laughs> Cognitive function is there. Ah oh, man, yeah. you played in high school too? I did. Okay. I played in high school. Uh, I played. I wish I would have played all four years. I played my freshman year and I played senior year. Okay. Um. Yeah, freshman year, uh, had the opportunity to move up to JV. Um, but at the time, the JV team used to practice with varsity, and so I remember I got moved up, and I was running back. I'm small as hell though, freshman year, oh, no. and we practiced in varsity. My first play, coach, and he—I knew he was testing me. You know what I'm saying? I, I wouldn't—I wouldn't turn nothing down. But my first play on JV, I'm running back. He gave me a run right up the middle. It's a linebacker. Yeah, Keone, you gonna hear this? My boy Keone <laughs> blasted me, <laughs> blasted me. Oh, no man. remorse. I'm like, oh, that's tough. And so I—I I had to make that decision. Like, yeah, I can't keep doing this in practice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna move. I'm, I'm so I moved back down to freshman um, to the freshman team. I did well. I mean, I always did good. I, I really enjoyed football. So, yeah, and then uh, I missed out sophomore and junior year, just some uh, circumstances and situations that didn't allow me to be there every day throughout the summer. Uh, but then senior year, I was able to get back on that field. Got you. Were you taking – was health – like, obviously now I know you and, like, the people know you as, like, Coach Rob. Mm-hmm. You take health, not only your own health, the health of people around you very serious. Were you taking your health, or were you noticing that health was that important back then, or was it just kind of just being in high school and you kind of realized the importance of health and taking care of yourself later? It was more so fitness. I wouldn't, I okay. wouldn't. Uh, I feel like health is a lot broader and it's a lot more into health, but it was, it was fitness. Uh, okay. I wanted to be in the best shape I could be. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted everybody else around me to be in the best shape. I didn't allow nobody. When I was at practice, people hated me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some people, some people hated me. Some people understood it, but yeah. If it was at practice and I caught you lacking, like, come on, bro. Like, stop slacking. You, for one, coach is going to make us continue to do this as long as you lacking. So, you ain't about to be having me over and <laughs> myself. I'm giving my full hundred, so you got to give a full hundred. So, yeah, fitness. I always wanted people to, you know what I'm saying, get a all. And, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, health didn't come along until I got to college. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's transition to that. So, we met originally at Chabot. And that was, we didn't even really, I mean, we knew each, like, I knew of you, mm-hmm. but we didn't really, like, right. because, you know what I'm saying, you, when I got there, you was a couple, like, a year older, a couple years older, so you already had, like, your, like, circle of people. I was, like, that next generation of students yeah. to come in that next summer, so mm-hmm. we had mutual friends, but it wasn't, it wasn't ever, like, a, hey, we finna go get lunch or something like yeah. that, you feel me? It's, like, that was, now, fast forward a couple years later, you never know, you know, who you are dealing with, because it's, like, now it's, like, oh, 
That's Coach Rob. Mm-hmm. When someone asked me, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, Coach Rob, he yeah. got me, he, you know what I'm saying, got me into top shape. Yeah. Boy. You know what I'm saying? I'm feeling, <laughs> feeling good, looking good. Yeah. But tell me about your time at Chabot and like how, <clears throat> how that, like, because that, I feel, what I see is that that was like a, a moment where there was a shift, at least, or maybe it was just becoming an adult or something like that. Right, you're absolutely right. You definitely, yeah, tell me about your time at Chabot and how that, how that shaped you for now. Chabot changed my life in ways I couldn't I couldn't verbalize or articulate. Um, I got there. I remember my first day of school. I wasn't enrolled in no classes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was only going there because my partners was playing football there. <laughs> so I went on the first day. I was telling my granny the whole time, like, yeah, I'm enrolled. I wasn't enrolled. I took my SATs late. Um, so I didn't have the opportunity to even go to, like, a university. Um, took my SATs late. Wasn't enrolled in college. Went on the first day. Was sitting in classes. Um, but uh, thankfully, my cousins had went there a few years before me, and they were in the EOPS program. Okay. Um, and so they told me to go sign up for EOPS because they was going to help me with uh, money for books. Um, so I went up to sign up for EOPS. And when I went there, they sent me to Art Barboza, uh, who was the director. He's a counselor at Chabot, the director of the Striving Black Brothers. Um, and so when I went and met with him, uh, when I went in his office, he had like, it was probably like four or five dudes in there, uh, all young black men. Um, and on his walls, it was just a bunch of pictures of them traveling and being out of, you know what I'm saying, out of the Bay Area at conferences. They were dressed up. And so just naturally, I was intrigued. Um, but I was hesitant because he asked me, he was like, you should, you should come to one of our meetings. Um, the meetings were held on Thursdays at 5. And in my mind, I'm playing football, so anything extra, probably ain't going to have time for it. So I was hesitant. Um, but he was adamant. He kept asking me. Uh, I ended up going to one of the meetings. Um, and honestly, from the from the first meeting, I'm like, damn, this was up. Like, it was young dudes. They, they all had they for the most part, they let their ego down. Um, they was in there being themselves. Uh, I learned later that... I thought a lot of people in there already. I thought everybody knew each other, uh, but I like a week later he was still like, "Yeah, he just joined last week." I'm like, "Damn, they was all in here acting like they knew each other." So I like that. I like that they wasn't trying to be egotistic. You know, what I'm yeah. everybody wanted to be macho, especially young black men. Yeah, everybody wanted to be macho and this and that. So I like that. You know, what I'm saying they let their guard down. Uh, and so yeah, I joined the Striving Black Brothers Coalition. Um, and being in that program, I met some people that I talk to every day. Uh, my boy Tony, my boy O. It's uh, a lot of people. I, I shouldn't even a name drop, but yes, a lot of people I talk to on a regular basis. Um, and being in the group exposed me to so much that I had never seen. Um, mm-hmm. Being in the group, we got to travel. We went to a lot of conferences and conventions that were um, focused on black men in college um, and just developing your mind and understanding your history and culture and, and finding your passion and purpose and understanding who you are. So. It really, really developed me uh, on a level that I hadn't really focused on prior to. Um, so yeah. As far as such an opportunity, because like you said, like just alone when it comes to egotistical behavior and it's mm-hmm. like not being able to be cool with people just because, right. and be cool with other brothers because yeah. it's like a continuous battle of like, all right, no, I'm head honcho, no, I'm head yeah. honcho. So an environment like that where you could all just kind of like relax and be cool yeah. and create those bonds and camaraderie. It seems like, like mm-hmm. you said, like I know Tony. And when he when I talked to him on on here, that was what he referenced. He said, "Man, he's like that's why I met Rob. Like we was, right, you know, exactly. saying cool like that, and just like oh, it was like all these opportunities. And this is as someone who was a couple years younger than y'all, and mm-hmm. just stepping on the campus yeah. and being able to see that and see y'all dressed down to the nine with the button down, with mm-hmm. the slacks and the loafers. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like y'all didn't know what kind of expectation y'all was setting, but it's like all right, like I can't be." over here slacking off and doing what I'm doing because regardless, I don't even have to be in the group, but just because there's a group of brothers on campus that are doing what they need to do, yeah. it's like, now I have to hold myself to this yeah. standard. Because it's like an honorary like, you know, member. It's yeah, like, it's like, I didn't, I didn't even really talk to Art for real. Like, yeah. I ain't talking like a couple times, but just the fact that there's other people that are doing it that look like me, in and we already going to be, right exactly. Here. It's like, you have to kind of, you have to do that. Like, you know, you have to keep yourself up to date and, you know, cope with everything mm-hmm. cope aesthetic you know what I'm saying so right. that was y- y'all didn't know it but y'all was setting a standard for people that didn't even know y'all yet you right. feel me yeah. and so that was I was commendable in my eyes um, even with, when it comes to the Striving Black Brothers Coalition so tell me about that like you said that you were going out to different conferences and stuff but it seemed like you were like 
I remember seeing you as the face of it, mm-hmm. at least in my experience at Shabo. Yeah, so to, tell to me about extent. like a lot of yeah. like your leadership, you know, opportunities and stuff that lasted throughout that. So that I there. came in young buck, you know what I'm saying? We're behind the ears. Uh, rest in peace, my boy Jaren. My, my boy Jaren was in the group. Um, and once I seen that he was in the group, I'm like, JP, like, what's up, right? Like, oh, Rob, you going to join? I've been thinking about it. He like, man, you should join. Then Art was like, oh, Rob, you know JP? I'm like, yeah, I've been knowing him for, I think I knew him probably for like three, four years at the time. Um, and so I came in, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody else, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So um, I was just trying to get to know everybody, know how it worked, understand who Art was and, and what the program was really about. You know what I'm I wasn't trying to waste my time, but like I said, from that first meeting, just the conversations that were being had and, and the expectation that was being said, I'm like, okay, I can get with this. Uh, so my first year, uh, I've, I've always been a, a good student. Mm-hmm. Um, so Art was Art was happy with the fact that my grades were good, um, my assessment test scores were, were good. Uh, and then he was also happy with the fact that I knew how to tie a tie. I grew up going to church, um, so... Yeah, by that time I knew how to tie a tie, so he was happy with that. So, off the bat, I had some cool points for him. Like, okay, Gray's you. good, not a tie a tie. Um, and then over time, me and Art's relationship developed. He hated driving, and I knew how to drive. So, he was like, Rob, take me here, take me here. Let's go get some food. So, with him always wanting food, we bonded over food. You know you. what I'm saying? That's, so, a, that's a great way to bond with somebody right, over, exactly. over a meal. Um, yeah, I don't I don't really know. I guess I guess that's how arts me and me and arts relationship developed. And that's how I like quote unquote became the face or or I was just so um involved, I would okay. say. Gotcha. Uh, kind of natural. It was like a natural kind of circumstance. Yeah, because like Jay him and JP were cool. So once you know what I'm saying? JP just brought me in, so mm-hmm. like I was just already in the mix. Got you, understand? Yeah, so understood. that that's how I like really got cool with art. Okay. Um, and then my second year in the program, so I was I was at Shabo for three years. My second year in the program, uh, I guess I had to prove myself. I proved that I was going to be a conducive member. Um, art allowed me to be vice. I was vice president the second year, okay. and so just just him giving me that title, I'm like, okay, I have a title now. Mm-hmm. Um, he gave me role. my binder. He said, Robert Pinkney, vice president. Striving my brothers. I'm like, okay. Um, and being in it the first year, seeing the, the the brothers I was in and seeing how smart they was, and I'm like, okay, I got to carry the torch now because a lot of the dudes had graduated uh, after my first year. I'm like, okay, well, now it's, it's my turn to step up. Um, and so that's when I really elevated my game. I started uh, – I, I, try my best to be selfless you know what i'm saying like to to make sure everybody else was cool make sure everybody else was on top of their game same in the same sense of high school i'm like okay do your best mm-hmm. now it was like i was saying do your best for school okay. you know what i'm saying because i had uh yeah i had trend i had my 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 energy had changed from from sports to to academics. myself yeah gotcha. oh, yourself right. excuse me yeah okay. yeah and yeah academics too but yeah really myself a lot of times in uh, in college, like people, like go through this like growing process. Mm-hmm. It can be awkward, especially I feel like I like from my experience at community college versus like university. Mm-hmm. I feel it was like the middle ground between high school and college. Sometimes, like obviously it was like yeah. college. You know what I'm saying? Doing college work and stuff, but just because of like the environment, it kind of felt like that middle ground, and it created an extra like I kind of feel like we created a buffer that gave you time to mature especially for the next level. Yeah. You feel me? And so True. Like in high school, I feel like it was kind of like, all right, you just go to class, do this stuff. And it's very like handheld, at least in, from my experience. And it's like, okay, cool. And you go to college and it's like, oh, snap. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right, and yeah. it's like not even just academics, but it's if you're the athlete or if you're just trying to figure out socially how to do it or you're trying to just figure out yourself and who you are as a person. It's like those kind of opportunities at a community college. Yeah. From, like I said, my experience, I was able to, you know, refine myself to where I did step on campus. And that's why I say that my time at Chabot was like, that's probably like the best few years of my life. Mm Because like you said, it helped refine me, helped mold me. um, Matured me. Matured me. um, Yeah, got me ready and exposed me to what the the real world would be. Uh, So, yeah. Got you. When you were at, um, at, what was your major when you were at Chabot? I majored in kinesiology. Okay. At one point, I thought about changing my major to sociology. Oh, Do you Lord. know Dr. Ahmed? 
Yeah. He was uh, a sociology tall black brother. Yeah, he wrote a book. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't come Stephen, I'm in, right? Uh, it could be. Steven. Okay, it probably is more than likely. Okay, um, but yeah, I, I had asked him. I was like, "Do you think I should change?" Because he knew so much. Mm-hmm. He knew so much about any and everything. I'm like, "Damn, this dude is fascinating." I'm like, "I'm about to change my major <laughs> social." Um, so I went. I went and talked to him. I'm like, "You think I should change my major sociology?" And he was like, "Do you want to be comfortable in life?" I'm like, "Yeah." He was like, "Stick with kinesiology." Basically, we're just saying that it's a lot more financial opportunities in the in the medical field, mm-hmm. um, fitness and or medical. So, yeah, I was I was uh, appreciative that he just told me to stick with what I was doing because uh, I mean I'm here now today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, feel, I took sociology class. Let me see, I was summer 2015, so I just graduated. My first class at Chabot was a summer class, sociology one. And that was when I recognized I was not going to be a social major. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he, he had me ready. I'm like, damn. Nah, I was, I was a communication major. I, I wanted to be top. smart like him. That's what it was. Okay, I got and you. And I thought social was the way. I thought sociology was the way We, there, we was but... just young boys at the time, kind of like trying to feel, you know, very yeah. impressionable. Yeah. So at the time, it was like, oh, this dude's mad smart and he's a social major? Oh. And he was black. Yeah, it was like, oh, I could, I, that could be me. Yeah. And that, that's what representation And he was from matters. Oakland. I'm like, okay. So it's like you just put all the pieces together. Like, wait, two plus two plus two—that's me. <laughs> yeah, I, I see myself in him in a, in a lot of ways. So you were a kinesiology major, and mm-hmm. then you finished at Chabot. So take me to your next school, San Jose uh, State. San Jose State. Okay, Tell so me about it. yeah, my last year uh, at Chabot, um, I'm I'm doing well in school. Um, I've gotten a lot out of Chabot, and so I. Mentally, I'm like, okay, it's time for me to move on. Mm-hmm. Um, I originally wanted to go to Northridge or something. You know what? I ain't going to lie. Honestly, I didn't care where I went. I just knew I couldn't be far. Uh, me and my grandmother, we real tight. Me and my, gra- me and my, me and my granny, we real tight. And so uh, I didn't want to leave far, so I applied only to schools out here. Uh, I had been, I had been to Howard. Um, I had been to a few schools out of state, and Howard was lit. But I'm like, yeah, nah, like mad that ain't far. man. Yeah, Mad Far is heavily expensive. I'm like, I'm just gonna stick with what I know. Yeah, you know I'm stay around here, it's right? Snow, they snow over there. Man, SBBC, we had DC fired up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I ended up getting accepted to a few uh, state schools in California, um, and. San Jose was the closest. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go punch this out. So uh, went to San Jose State. And and I didn't have the best university experience or for, uh, state experience because I commuted. Me and mm-hmm. Tony, we ended up going to San Jose State together. Uh, and we was commuting and... That commute was treacherous. No, he, yeah, I remember telling. I remember him telling me. Oh, like, he said the same thing. Yeah, right, he, yeah, said, he, he did. He was talking he about. It. He, he was did. like, he was like this. Uh, that commute wasn't. No it, joke. it don't seem like it's far when you tired you did, at yeah. six in the morning. Like, damn, six in the morning and six at night. Right on everything. <laughs> and then I was getting off. I was getting out of school and going straight to work. Getting off work late at night. Going home, getting a few hours of sleep, waking up. Like, sheesh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we we tried to stay on campus. It it had been a lot easier for us. Uh, we'd have got better sleep hygiene. Uh, we'd have been able to build a lot more connections on campus. Uh, I mean, but it is what it is. I I got what I needed from San Jose State. Um, I really didn't spend much time there. Like if I wasn't in class, mm-hmm. I was coming home and going to work or going back home. So yeah, I was commuting, going to class. Uh, I spent a lot of time there by myself though. Okay. Uh, like I said, so what me you, and Tony had different majors. Um, so like, if I went in class and I had a break, I was just there, like on my own. I was watching. I did a lot of people watching. That's I think that's why I like sociology. Yeah, that, I like that's to understand. Yeah. I like to understand why people are the way they are. Uh, like to read people. At least I I think I'm reading them. Um, but yeah, I spent a lot of time by myself, uh, which was cool because the the, the previous two years when I was at Chabot, I was always in the mix. I was always so. At San Jose State, I got to spend a lot of time by myself. Um, I built a lot of mental fortitude in that time because it was like, okay, I could just go home right now. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was a few times I thought about dropping out. I'm like, man, money was tight. 
I'm like, yeah, I could go make some money right now. This delayed gratification, though. It's, mm -hmm. It was delayed gratification. I'm happy I, I stuck with it. That's the important thing you said, right? The delayed gratification. Because mm -hmm. the instant gratification is what kills a lot of dreams nowadays. Right. Yeah. It's like the, the I'm finna take off. It's like, sheesh. Like, even with this, like the podcast and everything, mm -hmm. it was something that, like, it's been taking, bro. I've been planning just the idea of Professor Next Gen or just like the Next Gen name. I've been drawing this stuff out for years with no guidance on what I'm doing with it. Right. You feel me? And it's like I'm saying I got partners who do all kind of crazy stuff. Yeah. And it's like, dang, like, I want to be like that. You feel me? At mm. the time, and it's like, okay, cool. If I do something like this, and that'll get me there. But it's like, wait, no. There's a reason why it's not taking off right now. There's a reason why you gotta like make sure that all these ideas connect. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Before, and it's like that's something that I had to get over as a as a person as a brand builder, just an individual. You was getting your formula together, right? Yeah, but I didn't see at the time. At the time, it's like, bro, like, why is this not making sense? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm in class doodling. I got next gen and notebooks from high school, bro. That's what's that. It's like, I had no idea, like, what is this? What am I doing with yeah. it? You feel me? And it's like, so now with something to actually be able to bring it full circle, I'm like, okay, now I can present something yeah. that, you know, this is a complete thought. It's like, that's what makes that, that delayed gratification worth it. It was watering your seed instead mm -hmm. of just buying a plant. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, okay, yeah, I, I had to raise the puppy. Right. <laughs> that's what's up, though. You've been, you've been on it for that long? That's clean. It's, man, I, if I, Gave up on it, came back to it, gave up on it. Like I said, I got partners who do all kinds. Of, you know Lance. Mm -hmm. I've seen Lance do his rapping, and he's still doing that. Mm -hmm. I've seen him do all that stuff. I've seen my brother Chaos do his thing with the design mm -hmm. and all kind of stuff. And so I've been front like, row yeah, seat to all to this. Right yeah, here. you know, there's like the also the idea of like iron sharp is iron, right? Yeah. And so as a as a kid, my grandmother spoke into me. She was like, uh, association brings about assimilation. Right, mm. so who you're around, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? What is it? Look at your look at your friends. You see a future. Yeah, and it's like that kind of stuck with me. Back then, it was like, like what do you like, whatever. You right. Know what I'm saying? But now, as a, as an adult, it's like, oh, this makes sense mm -hmm. because the people who you're around is what shapes your identity. And so, I didn't want to be the person that gets cut off because I'm not bringing it to the table. Mm. As opposed to I, oh, sorry. Hey. Uh, as opposed to that like mindset, I had to, I wanted to like reshape it. And be like, All right. Let me bring something to the table. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be the person that's just like waiting for the chips to fall. Right, yeah. You feel me? I want to be able you to. You don't want to be the chips. person that's just around. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that, yeah. that person that's is never not me. The, yeah, I, it's I just not that me. Person. I'm like, I have to bring something to the table. I see that people. I'm like, yeah, get it together. Bro. Yeah, bro. Like, nah, I'm not the, the freeloader that let yeah. me just grab something just because the homie can. Like, nah, I couldn't do it. It's right. like it had to be. So I get you on that. Uh, to, to, to bring it back to what you was talking about. The delayed versus instant gratification mm -hmm. is something that like it's it's real. And then even so, even with, when it comes to that, is that a I want to talk about like TDF and just how that came along because mm -hmm. this is something like I've seen you've been doing. You've been always been in shape, always been a brother. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like always been very motivating, motivating presence. Uh -huh. But tell me about how how the touchdown fitness began. Where did this come from? TDF. Yes, sir. TDF. I had been training at 24-Hour Fitness uh, for a few years. A lot of people don't know I was a trainer at 24. I didn't know that until you like you dropped it a couple times. Yeah, so a lot of people probably thought I just started TDF out the blue. Yeah, I was like, oh, he just, he just in shape. <laughs> like, yeah, he know how to work just, people out. Right, exactly. <laughs> and now I, I had been a trainer, so when I graduated from San Jose State, like the year the year I was graduating, mm -hmm. I'm so thankful for my manager, Mo. She, she, like, she like Rob. She's like, you could talk with any and everybody. She's like, you know a bunch of people. She was like, you you know what you need to train. She was a fitness manager at the time. I was just working out the front desk. She's like, she like, you might as well become a trainer. And I was putting it off for a while. I'm like, eh, let me do it. Um, and so, yeah, I had been training at 24 for a couple years, two years, um, or almost two years. And then when the pandemic started, I was like, okay. I got let go from Tufo. I had uh, I had another job. They ended up letting me go. So I went from having two jobs, no jobs. And so I'm sitting at home. I, st I started getting into investing in, in the stock market and crypto. Uh, but I was really I was really betting on that on being my new bank account. I'm like, well, how am I going to start generating some more money? Mm -hmm. um, and shout out my boy Mud over at Zena's. 
Mud and my cousin Quentin are real, real close. And so I would be around Mud often. Um, and he was telling me, like, what's up, Rob? He was like, you need to start doing some uh, YouTube videos. That was that was the original plan with it. We was going to make money off YouTube. So uh, me, Mud, my cousin Rob, my cousin Q, and my boy Kev, um, we all had a sit down at Quentin House and we was talking about how we was all going to put together this YouTube scheme. Mud knew he'd been in business. Him and his family been in business for a long time. Um, so he was going to be like the business consultant for the for the, mm-hmm. for the the team. Quentin was going to be the photographer, videographer, and creative like director. Me and Rob were going to... Me, Rob, and Kev were going to be like the trainer, trainees. So we were going to be the ones in the videos actually doing the workouts. Got you. And so... While we were sitting down, we were like, okay, let's let's get together like a website, um, an Instagram. And so we sitting there trying to find names. We we going through hella names, but all of the, the domains were taken. So um, we end up, I think my cousin Rob, I said, like, let's do touchdown fitness. And like, he just threw it out there. And for so long, we were stuck on like, ooh, a catchy name. And I'm like, you know what, bro? Like, what is Nike? Like, what is Adidas like? What made that catchy? It's like it's not. It's only catchy once it once it's in the. the it's catchy because it's you know what I'm saying the no. content behind it, like what it represents. It's like okay, Adidas puts out quality stuff, so people are gonna love Adidas. Like Vlad TV, Vlad TV, his interviews do numbers. Mm-hmm. His name is Vlad or Vladimir, whatever his name is. <laughs> but it's not a I'm like, man, the name don't matter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As long as what we putting behind it is. Um, important and it, we ain't you know what I'm saying we ain't half assing it as long as we doing that people gonna they gonna they gonna follow it yeah. regardless so I'm like let's do touchdown fitness and then on top of that me Q Rob Kev uh we all grew up playing football so oh the connection right there football already. was our segue into fitness okay so Understood. touchdown fitness boom literally touchdown football fitness this was our segue into fitness so we like touchdown fitness TDS TDF got a little ring to it. It does. It people does. still be asking me. Especially like, now, it's like I know what it, you know. What I'm saying it's like people right. be like, "What does TDF mean?" Touchdown fitness. I need to start saying that a little more. <laughs> okay. Yeah, TDF. I got you. So tell me about the early stages of like building a brand. Okay. Tell me about like you know that process of doing it. How, how did that come Word. to you? So after that meeting, um, I was in. I'm like, all right, mud. You didn't. You didn't got me in this mode. Let's do it. Um, Ironically, during the pandemic, people started buying a lot of jewelry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> people started buying a lot of jewelry. So Mug got busy because he went in his family that owns Zenith uh, and another jewelry shop. Uh, Quentin ended up getting a new job. <clears throat> and at the time, because I'm going to put you on blast, he lost his camera. So we're uh, like, damn, how are we going to shoot the videos? Yeah. Mud at work. And then Rob and Kev, they was busy doing what they was doing. Rob was playing football and Kev was finishing school. So they was hella busy. I'm like... What you going to do, Rob? <laughs> what you going to do, Rob? And so I had one client from 24-Hour Fitness. She had brought another client. And then I was training my folks. And I was training, like, a group of girls. And that's where I started with it. I was just going to parks. I was getting kicked out of parks. We hopping over fences. Because at the time, this is a pandemic. Yeah, so it Parks is like, closed. Yep. Park rangers coming. Hey, you can't be in here. Get out. Throwing equipment over the fences, throwing it out, getting kicked out. I'm like, all right, we got kicked out. We're going to go to another park. So I'm around, moving around, doing what, you know what I'm saying? I enjoy it, so it's it's not like a it's not like a hassle. Yeah. Um, it didn't. It wasn't a, something that dissuaded you. No, yeah, not at all. Like, I'm still doing We just go somewhere else. And I'm like, you hate her. Yeah, somebody <laughs> hey, go somewhere else. Well come over here and work out with me. Right, exactly. <laughs> Sitting in that truck, you hate her. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm going to a bunch of parks and then eventually I just start recording it. Um, yeah, and then gyms was closed. They're like everybody like Rob, let me let me work out with you. I'm like it's good, come on. Um, I'm trying to get as many people as I can to be considerate and conscious and intentional about good health. So I'm like come on. Uh, and so uh, that that pandemic start is mm-hmm. what really got my name on the map because it wasn't a bunch of people doing it mm-hmm. so yeah it's it's crazy how things work mm-hmm. it's not crazy it's beautiful you know what i'm saying yeah. god always got a plan so always. even we don't he knew see what he it. was doing even when i even when i got let go from other jobs i wasn't even tripping like 24-hour fitness they were so out of pocket they called me with a recorded voice message they like uh 
Yeah, we letting all the trainers go. I couldn't even fight for my job. I'm like, oh, they greasy. Yeah, they wouldn't even, they can't even talk to nobody. Ain't no right. operator on this side. And it's the just... other job, they are like, we were hiring freeze. It's a pandemic. I'm like, hey, it is what it is. Yeah. I, don't, I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't dwell on stuff. I'm like, okay, what's so the next thing? you can control, you on to the next thing. On everything. I feel that. So, you talked about, like, what, what are some lessons you've learned in this process? I mean, you kind of dropped some gems already regarding, like, you know, delay gratification or... Uh, God's timing, just like timing in general, but mm-hmm. it, maybe I'll, I'll re- rephrase this question. Let's just take this back to a year ago, mm-hmm. pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. What are you telling yourself from what you've learned since the pandemic started, since TDF has taken off? Is there anything that you wish you would be able to tell yourself? Or if you could go back time machine, hop in the next gen time machine and go tell yourself, like, hey, man, this is what you need to know. Mm. Invest in yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it sounds cliche. It's a lot of like clickbait going around, like, you know what I'm saying? Don't pay somebody else, pay yourself, and this and that. But that's real. Cliche stuff is cliche because it's real. Yeah. Um, People just don't want to hear it. Right, but exactly. In reality, it, it, it does have to Especially if you, if you have a good job. Like, if you're getting paid a good amount, it's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to keep this job. So yeah. I got benefits, all of that. Um, don't be afraid to invest in yourself. Uh, that's what I would have told Rob. I'd be like, Rob, get it together. Like, you know what I'm saying? You you have <clears throat> you have a good amount of knowledge that you could you could help people. Uh, I got a good heart. Uh and so I know that'll take me a long way. Um so I'd have been I'd have, I'd have definitely said invest in invest in you. Um and and those at Tufo that was an investment in myself. As far as training, it allowed, it allowed me uh, to get my experience in and get my feet wet. Um, but yeah, like you said, everything happens when it happens, when it's supposed to happen. Yeah, when it's ready to happen. Right, yeah. You, you can't rush and, and force everything. Um, I've learned uh, that you just got to roll with the punches. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Go with the flow, but challenge yourself. So some people just go with the flow too much. Ain't even ain't they ain't trying at all. They're just like, hey, whatever happens, happens. But you know what I'm saying? You gotta ask you gotta set some goals, uh, and then you gotta actively be trying to execute every day. I feel that. Yeah. That's valid. That's some that's some good piece of knowledge for yeah. for the young boys out there doing whatever right, you're right. doing. Challenge Coach Rob yourself. got some challenge yourself, man. Yeah. Cause I'm gonna keep it a bug with you. Cause Rob was challenging me in the gym every week, twice a week. You remember your first day? Bruh. All right, all right. My first yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, my first yeah. Let's guy, talk about. Gonna, let's talk about the guy. professor. Hey, this is your interview, no? <laughs> let's talk about the professor. But my first day in the gym, I'm walking in. I'm like, all right, you know, I'm finna, you know, I, I, I ain't gonna say I'm no, the the, you know, what I'm saying most out of shape. But you yeah. at the time, I was like, all right, bro, let me let me get right, let me get right, bro. This is, uh, a quarantine is like slowly ending. You feel me? So we we safely working out and stuff, and I'm in here thinking I'm I'm cool. Man, 15 minutes in, I'm like, damn, maybe this is a mistake. I'm like, I got my boy Zoe in there. I see L. I see my partners in there. I see O. Right. OC, you feel me? Like, whoever, Tony. I see the people. Okay, cool. I'm like, they could do it. Yeah. Like, me, me, L, and Zoe used to work out together for right, basketball yeah. practice. So right. I'm like, okay, cool. We can do it. They could do it. Bro, I, I get in there. 15 minutes. I'm like, oh, I done made a mistake, bro. Mistake. I done made a mistake. Nah, so man. I, I get through the workout. I don't know how, but I did. I get to. The I end. don't remember the workout. I just remember the ending. I just remember me having to use the bathroom. <laughs> I couldn't even. I was like, bro. I was like, Rob, I'll be right back. So I stumble to the restroom, and I, I, I literally close the door and I slide down the wall. I'm sitting <laughs> on the floor like, bro, this cannot be happening. I'm like, my vision going blurry. I'm oh, like, oh man, no, this, this is not how I go out. I, I said, ain't no up. way. I opened that door. <laughs> You thought I was a zombie oh, from man, Black my Ops, boy bro. Fell out. He told me, ah, you yelling. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, you like, oh, a bro, cat. I it was over, bro. I thought it was over. You I said, me oh, no. That was that, that was that first day. That first day. That, that first, first day. day be hard for a lot of people. Bro, that first and day. It, and it's crazy because... I don't, we didn't do we didn't do nothing crazy. No, it was I just learned my lesson back at 24 Hour Fitness. I remember I used to try to wow like new clients. Mm-hmm. I used to try to amaze them with crazy exercises. But then one time, it was this dude... It wasn't. It wasn't completely my fault that he was trying to get ready for the army in like three months. Uh, oh, so he was so trying he, to rush. And his he was progress. out of shape. I'm like, okay, you know, what I'm saying, give him that work, right? 
And so I was trying to do all this stuff, and he ended up throwing up inside the 24-hour fitness, right next to where all the trainers would, like, bring their clients, throw up everywhere. I said, oh, no, nah, I can't keep doing that. So, yeah, I learned that <clears throat> I, I, I don't need to try to wow people. It's a progress. And, right, it's yeah. A, pro- yeah. Like it's, a progress board, really. Yeah. Right. That's, that's what it is. It, it takes time. And so, <laughs> so I learned my lesson then. I'm like, yeah, I can't be doing that. Uh, so by the time I, oh by the time God. TDF had started, y'all was just tired. It wasn't me. I'm like, I ain't giving these, I ain't giving nothing too crazy. Nah. <laughs> we just tired, out of shape, from sitting in the house and not working out like I was supposed to. Yeah. Just you know, what I'm saying, chilling, eating food all the time, mm-hmm. sleeping whenever, all throughout the night, all throughout the day, whatever. Just not taking care of my body, and so that bounce back is what's important. And it was like, all right, that's an to, important. That's that an happen. important topic right there. The bounce back, mm-hmm. yeah, because you can have like downtime. Like right. there's like like I was talking to my brother Chaos, and he was just talking about like some days he doesn't feel like working, mm-hmm. and it's like that's okay, as long as those other days you make sure that you kind of make up for it, because the, either way the work has to get done. You know, I I literally just had that same conversation with one of my clients. He was like, so how is it? Um, Basically, was asking me like, how is it being, uh, being the owner of TDF and like, you know, what I'm saying having nobody else pressure me to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was telling him like, some days just naturally everybody gonna have their days where they're like, I just want to be rich. I don't work. Mm-hmm. I don't want to work. You know what I'm saying like, I don't want to get up and go to work. Thankfully, I enjoy what I do. But yeah, everybody gonna have them days where it's like, I just wanna, I wanna chill. Yeah, bro. I don't want to set this alarm. Like, Everybody gonna have them days, but it's also <clears throat> I can't allow me being tired because the position that I'm in as a trainer, I can't allow me being tired to get in the way of somebody else's health. So, especially if I'm trying to lead by example, mm-hmm. um, you know what I'm saying? You're tired, okay, get up. You're tired, you're gonna be tired regardless whether you continue to lay down, whether you get up, you're gonna be tired. So get up, let's get to it. Um, and another point, I had talked uh, to my, my brother, Tony. Um, I was telling him that too often times, black and brown people, um, or just the people I grew up around, it's so much fun and games going on that we don't take the time to really sit down and think about our health. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had the opportunity to, to sit and six years worth of classes where we talked about the science and uh, all the nitty gritty behind the health. So I know how important it is, how serious it is and how, how easily it is for our health to deteriorate. So mm-hmm. with me knowing this, I'm like, okay, I can't allow this knowledge to go to waste. I need to get in people's ear, whether they want to hear it or not and tell them like, you know what I'm saying? We can't, it can't, it can't just be funny games. We got to take something serious. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You, you're going to listen to somebody and if it's your health, it's like, damn, you only get one body. Only get one body. You can get a whole bunch. You get a new car. You get new new shoes, new right. clothes, new computer, all that right. stuff, new house, but it's only one body. You, you get. get you get one body, and you, you need get to, one try at you it. You need to take care of that temple. Yeah, <laughs> you get one shot at it. Literally, you can. Yeah, you can file bankrupt with your money. Yeah, like God forbid, but you can file bankrupt. You can make your way back, but like your body is like you get one of them. You yeah. better treat it correctly because what you did ten years ago could come back. In 20 years. That's, and that's what happens. That's what happens. A lot of times we'll have bad uh, lifestyle uh, behaviors or, or bad coping mechanis- mechanisms, bad practices, bad diets, out bad sleep hygiene, just mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff that we don't pay attention to. Um, and then it catches up with us, and then we be like, damn, we'll say fuck cancer. We'll say fuck cancer, but we won't, you know what I'm saying, do the things to pre- prevent us from getting mm-hmm. cancer. Preventative health. Yeah. And preventative issues, at least. Yeah. Being able to take care of yourself, right. knowing what to eat, drinking your water. Put, right. the, put the Pepsi Exactly down, what you said, you knowing what to eat or knowing what you're eating, mm-hmm. knowing what's in the, what you're eating. Uh, we, we don't take that time. Uh, and so that's why I'm doing this and I'm pushing it because I went to school and I learned all these things. Like, bro, I learned how, how makeup for women is is has a lot of carcinogens and especially like the highlight the, the things they like the most the highlight mm-hmm. anything shiny that's makeup more than likely got carcinogens in it a lot of stuff we eat you know what i'm saying cancers and outside of it whether it has carcinogens or not it's just it deteriorates our health it deteriorates our liver 
and our livers are everything. You know what I'm saying? That's what detoxes us, keeps us. You know what I'm saying? Clear. Right. Clear. Exactly. Our liver, our gut health. We don't think about all the alcohol. Everybody want to get rid of their fupa. Everybody don't want to put down the bottle, mm-hmm. um, or they don't want to eat their greens. Like they don't want to. You know what I'm saying? Like we need to be more intentional about what we put into our body, mm-hmm. and then. And then if something was to happen, okay, you know what I'm saying that was that was God's will. But we add known to the the possibility of us getting sick. That's facts. With, Even with like the ways that when we it live. comes to people having like who things do happen to them. Mm-hmm. For example, when people get COVID, yeah, it's like, but if you're in good health and your body's in good shape, mm-hmm. it's it's prepared to battle against right. things like that. To where you like the the people that they're most concerned about. The people whose immune these immune systems weren't up to par to be able yeah, to fight that. They are already disease, compromised. You know? right. Exactly. So it's like that puts the you're more at risk. If you're if you're doing what you need to do to you know what I'm saying, stay in good shape, stay in good health mm-hmm. for what you can do. Eating good greens, eating drinking your water, doing all the stuff that yeah. you need to, getting a little workout here and there, you know what I'm saying, or on a consistent basis, as Coach Rob would say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it puts you in a better place to be able to fight those situations, right. you know? So, yeah, I feel you. It's like being financially stable. It's like, obviously, things are going to happen. But the more you prepare and the more you save and everything, when those things do happen, it's like, okay, it's not that much of a hit. Yeah, it won't be as I'm hard. already prepared for right. it, you feel me? And so that's I kind of equate that to my health, and I appreciate you, and I thank you for um, bringing that full circle because it's it, – I don't like going to the gym. Yeah. Specifically, go work out with other people that I don't know. It's just like, all right, bro. Like, I got to wait for you to put the weights down. Or I, I got to come up with my own idea of what I'm going to do. I got to right, make yeah. sure I'm doing it right <laughs> while looking in the mirror. <laughs> and, like, bro, it's just like, it's just too much. Nah, the gym could, the gym could be, you could walk in the gym and see people doing it. I'm man, like, man, mind. I ain't about to be here. I'm going to go hoop, bro. Forget this, <laughs> oh, everything. Bro. I might even go hit the weights. Yeah. And I've had them days, bro. I've just been like, damn, like, I need to go see TDF because they're just like, all right, I can get right. this workout in. And it's somebody, like, coaching me through it. You yeah. feel me? On some, like, now I don't know you stupid, you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, nah. It's just like, I genu- like you genuinely care about your clients mm-hmm. and their overall health. And I've seen the transition of, like, us. Even me, when I came in there, you know what I'm saying? That, like I said, that, like we were talking about that first workout. Mm-hmm. Bruh, had me feel like, you know what, bro, I wouldn't sat in the car for about 20 minutes after like, <laughs> A lot damn, of people do that. I don't know how I'm about to drive car, home. I'll walk out after the next session. What you still doing bruh, here? Bruh, They're like, bro, I couldn't get, drive. Hey, bruh, trying, to get your, trying to get your hype together, <laughs> bro. That first one will tear you up. And then it slowly, it gets better. You know what I'm saying? The more consistent you go and the more consistent you are with the intentional, yeah. uh, you know, caring of yourself. And it gets easier. But that was something I'm, yeah, I always I'm, remember. I'm glad I'm doing what I'm doing. And I remember when I first started, my slogan was, I'm trying to bring health to the hood. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, eventually we want to expand. But, yeah, that was, that was my people, the people that I was cool with and that I cared about most. That's what I wanted to to put it on in my heart. Let's start taking care of our health. We're we getting older. Mm-hmm. We're getting to the point where, like, you know what I'm saying? The metabolism it ain't the same easy to just bounce yeah. up no more, right? We yeah. ain't 19 no Our more digestive system yeah. don't work the same no more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's taking a lot longer for the bad right. stuff to get up out of us. So, yeah, as 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 I started TDF, I started seeing the people, and I, I was more than more than grateful to see the response that I got because everybody was hitting me. Mm-hmm. Rob, can I train? And I wish I had more time. I wish the ability I, to turn people down. Eventually, I'm once I get my own gym, I'm gonna have the opportunity to uh, open it up to a lot more people. Um, with the pandemic, I had to keep it to a minimum. Um, wanted to take our precautions, of course. Uh, but yeah, I was man. The, the everybody like Rob, I'm gonna come train with you. Like it was. I'm like, damn. I'm glad y'all trust me. Going up, right? Yeah. When I get the next gen studios, you already know who I'm hiring. I, mean, I need to come in. Go, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yo, whatever we gonna do, we gonna, we gonna talk about that offline. But next gen studios for sure gonna have TDF in that thing. Man, I'm gonna be there. Gotta have the whole staff right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All of that. So I just wanna. I mean, we we wrapping up, but I wanna know where where's Rob taking? Where's Coach Rob taking TDF in the next few years? What do you want to? What, what do you? What do you see? What do you want to see? This look like. Um, I want. I want people to continue. To be steadfast, in their health. And people are like, why do you want to talk about health so much? It's it's so important. It's so crazy. 
Yeah, it's it's it's, it's it should be our top priority because uh, without it, you know, what I'm how how can we function? Mm-hmm. I was talking to some. I was talking to this lady yesterday. Actually, I went and got some food, um, and I see her on a regular basis. Her knee was messed up, and I'm like, "What's wrong with your knee?" She was like, uh, just "Working on it too much." Um, you know what I'm saying not not taking care of our body. Uh, she was like, and I went on vacation. She's like, I didn't even enjoy my vacation because my knee was messed up. She's like, I was just uncomfortable, and that's what bad health can do. It can cause you to be uncomfortable and, and live with discomfort. Um, and so I just want people to live comfortable. It's so much that we got going on in our lives. Our health shouldn't be another thing mm-hmm. that's stressing us. Um, so yeah, that's number one. I want people to be steadfast. Eventually, TDF. I'm gonna have a gym. Mm-hmm. Um, once I have my gym, everybody gonna be able to. They gonna have the opportunity, and I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be in people's ear like, "What's up? Come on through, I, ain't, I ain't just offering one on one or group training. Come to the gym. Come get a membership. Mm-hmm. You ain't been to the gym. Where you been at? Come on, like where you at? So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna be the. I'm gonna be that personal person that's on your line. Like, yeah, I got a gym now. That come, personal personal come, trainer. Right, exactly. You can come work out when you want. Now, now, you know what I'm saying? You're just coming up with excuses. But yeah. I'm going to be on people. That's uh, nice. They need that. Talking about more than just exercise, but like diet, uh, mental health. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in a good position. I like the position I'm, I'm in. I allow people the opportunity to stretch. Um, I'm already knowing. A lot I'm of people don't stretch, up. right? Yeah. Phone roll, like, yeah. Like, it's it's so much ball. into it, foam roll, all of that stretch. And some people don't stretch. Some people don't deep breathe. A lot of times I tell people to take a deep breath. Um, it's just helping. It's helping with our cognitive function, our digestive system. Like it's taking care of our whole body. Uh, I use fitness as my way into health. So yeah. Like you said, I need to I want people steadfast, whether it's with me or on their own. I want people to take care of their health, and then secondly, be expecting that TDF gym. Of course. We're In ready. the bay for sure first. And then we're going to take it elsewhere. Yeah, and we're going to go statewide, and we're going to yeah, we'll, we'll get a few across of this country, too. yeah. Say that. We, hey, we're yeah. going to make that happen. Oh, everything. We, hey, no doubt about, about it. Hey, he been talking about this for a minute. Hold on. Before we get out of here, though, yeah. I do need to say this. Mm-hmm. When I was fasting, mm-hmm. and we did a Daniels fast, like 40 days before Easter, I remember I was hesitant because mm-hmm. I was working out. And you sent me a list of hella food that yeah. I could eat that was within my, like, guidelines of right. the fast. yeah. And, like, that was something that, like, it's a simple thing, a simple task, you feel me? But the fact that you took the time to do that, mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Yeah. And that was something I felt like it was, like, look, looked over in the time mm-hmm. because it was like, all right, I'm just going to go to Trade Joe's and get some of this stuff. Yeah. But, like, looking back and thinking about and preparing for this interview, I was like, damn, like, Rob actually cares about, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it ain't no just, like, a, all right, yeah, like, cool. And then payments due. It's like, nah, bro, it's yeah, like. Nah. I actually, like, you need to do to get this stuff, and then you'd be cool and set up. And that was mm-hmm. something that was, like, small on the scale of everything else you do, but it was something that held uh, meaning to me. You feel me? So, like, that's that's for real. I really appreciate that's that. For good, real, bro. That's, that's what's you up, bro. Hey, well, I want to appreciate you for rocking with me, for sliding through to the classroom, man. Um, any last words you want to give to the young bulls outside? Uh, I want to thank you, first and foremost, uh, for the opportunity to come on here. Um Take care of yourself. Uh, make sure your life is enjoyable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Got you. Say that. Hey, well, class. Work hard. Oh, work hard. Work hard. <laughs> work be hard. Nice. Yeah. A lot of times we try to get around the working hard. People are like work smart. You got to work hard yeah. too. You can't get around that. You can you work gotta, hard. Once you work hard, then you can start to work smarter. But yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a but it's always gonna be hard work, right? Yeah. 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 For sure. Well, class. This is your professor, Professor Next Gen. You and I dismissed.